My name is Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and this is the Compete Everyday Podcast, a show designed to encourage and equip you with the tools to build a winning mindset so you can build your winning life. Text PODCAST to 972-945-9113 to join our Morning Motivation Club and visit CompeteEveryday.com for past podcast episodes and to learn more about our resources and gear for ambitious people who are ready to start winning. Welcome to the show. What is video content? Why does video content matter? And why do you just need to start hitting record? These are a few things I talked to today with my friend Jason Croft, who is behind helping leaders create better content. Now, if you've been wondering why some of the interviews recently have taken a very different direction than maybe years past. I just wanted to shed a little light on that, what we're doing, where we're focused at Compete Every Day going forward, and something that I think is going to help you as you continue to grow in your career, in your training, most importantly, in your life. I started the brand, as you know, 12-ish years ago, and really had the mission that I wanted to help people compete every day. But as I've gone down this journey and we've really shifted a lot of the work we've done away from just selling gear and apparel to training and development, a lot of the work I'm doing as a keynote speaker, what I'm doing in writing this next book, and a lot of the things we do online in our small group coaching cohort, it really became apparent to me that I wasn't doing a great job communicating to you exactly how we could help and really who we were trying to help. And so over the last handful of months, I've worked with a couple of friends and consultants on how can I get better clarity of who I really love serving and how we really can help them best. Because the one thing is true that in business, like in life, you're not for everybody. And the more you try to be for everybody, the less impact you're going to have. And so where we've taken a direction this year that you've probably noticed on the website, you're starting to notice a little more in social, is really helping leaders. I am locked into helping leaders improve their performance and get better results. Simply put, I want them to perform better, whether we're talking giving a sales presentation, making a sales call, standing on stage, getting out, working every day, or get better results. How do they better lead their teams? How do they better make an impact on the work they do? And most importantly, how do they better lead themselves, that person they see in the mirror each and every day? So we have got a number of things coming in the pipeline, but one of those changes has been here on the podcast. I really want to focus on three areas with this show going forward. The first is kind of our bread and butter. How do you improve your mental performance? How do you build better habits? How do you show up more consistently? How do you compete every single day? We're still going to have that. We're still going to talk about that on a consistent basis, but We're also going to layer in some other things about how you can be a better leader at work. If you're one of those people that is in a leadership role in your first year doing it, second, third year, and you're just still trying to figure this whole thing out of how to motivate, how to inspire, how to get other people to perform better, this is definitely where I want to be able to come alongside you because I know more than anything, leaders are struggling. People just like you have crushed their last job. They did phenomenal in the role and then they got promoted And they weren't trained to excel in this new role. And sometimes that can feel like you're just absolutely drowning. And I hate that because what it does more than anything is it starts to ruin our confidence. 
and the opportunity we have to impact others. And I really wanna help leaders be able to better impact others. And so you're gonna hear content on that. And then finally, those of you who are leading, those of you that that own a gym, that are in a C-suite in a corporate role, you've started your own business, you're in that position where you're leading a team of others and you're trying to grow, cast a vision, build it, and still find a way to live your best life. I wanna serve you to help you get the results you want out of your people without burning them out while at the same time continuing to live your mission. So more and more of this stuff, you're going to hear us talk about how to excel in your career. Because I truly believe the things that we do in the gym, the things we do running races, the things we did playing sports, help us in our professional lives. And I want to be able to connect more of those dots for you. And then additionally, how can we bring that stuff home? The relationships under our roof that matter most, the people in our lives that we work for, that we strive to create experiences with, how can we continue to show up and be our very best for them? So I hope after listening to that, that's something that excites you. That's something that gets you fired up about the direction we're going, and I hope it's a fit. And one thing that would help me in this moment is if you just took a second, shot me an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com, email podcast at competeeveryday.com, just tell me, Hey, this is something along those lines I'd love to hear about. Can you interview somebody on this topic? Can you do a solo episode on this topic? Here's where I'm struggling at work. Here's where I'm trying to get more out of my team. Here's where I feel like I'm hitting the wall and banging my head against that wall every single time and building something for myself. So drop me a note, podcast at competeeveryday.com. Let me know how I can serve you as we continue to move this direction And one of the ways we're going to move this direction is on creating leadership content. And my guy, Jason Croft, does that phenomenally well. He is the CEO and founder of MediaLeads.co. And we're going to talk about video, creating content, and all sorts of wonderfulness, putting you behind the lens, which is that one thing that most people hate to do. So let's quit waiting. I'll quit stalling and excited to welcome to the show, Jason Croft. So glad to be here, my friend. Yes, yes. We have man, we've been connected a few years through a Dallas networking event. I think it was at a Frankfurt coffee shop, right? Years ago we got connected. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and LinkedIn, LinkedIn prior from the the small world. But dude, when I think of media and content and generating leads off of media and video, things that a lot of our leaders do or want to do better you're the first person I think of. Um, and so I really wanted to have a conversation today about that, about the importance of, of creating and sharing media, especially as someone who is in a leadership position, whether mid-level or like a lot of our listeners, they're at the top of their organization or near the top and why it's so important for not only an individual standpoint, but for the team and the company and the brand and those relationships. And so as we get ready to dive into that, I want to step back and help you kind of paint that picture of what you do today, uh, but more importantly, what inspired you to get on this path? Yeah, so for me, I, I certainly stumbled into it from creating my own content, right? So I, yep. I have the good fortune of you know being behind the scenes for thirty plus years now, and all of this, and and that's certainly a a, a great asset to have once that decision was made to kind of jump in front of the camera, as it were, uh, but it. You know, it really was a marketing initiative. It was just out of, well, nobody else is going to do this, you know, <laughs> to yeah. kind of jump in. And like I actually, you know, teach people now to do, we really started th- that first show 
when I was back in Dallas um, as a marketing initiative, right? So I was doing sales and marketing for a production company there in Dallas and we found the startup community. And, you know, like you mentioned, I was, you know, hosting networking events and involved in that just a little bit. Actually, this was just before even taking that over because we kind of found that community and I was like, okay, how do I, how do I show up to this thing? Not just, Hey, anybody want a video to buy, you know, yeah. kind of approach. And it's like, we've got the studio, we've got everything here. So why don't we do a show? There was nothing show wise, podcast wise, anything for specifically for startup, you know, the startup community. So started a show called Startup Dallas. I sat in the host chair as, you know, again, just default. Nobody else was going to do it. And a few things happened from that. And one was that, you know, it worked, right? It got yep. people walking through our doors every day who were, you know, these successful folks and potential clients. Uh, it got me a meet, an immediate seat at the table in the startup community because it was, oh, wow, this is a thing. This is great. You're shining a light on us. That led to a lot of those hosting events and things. And then third, it, you know, it, it lit me up, right? <laughs> I think this yeah. was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I have any business doing it, but I'm doing it. Like this is, this is a blast. And, and, and the translation for folks and all of that, it really comes down you know, all the way through today is, is what I learned going through that process. The show I had after that, which was the, the Jason Croft show, nice obnoxious title there, driving. Is that, is that driving through the car? Yeah, yeah, in the car, yeah, absolutely. Which was a blast, and through both of those experiences, I can't tell you how many times what was going through my head was like, these people know it's just a little YouTube show, right? Like they, you know, and I had all these multimillionaires, crazy successful people, you know, driving around in my little Kia at the time. And, you know, and it didn't, it didn't matter what the audience size was. And this is a piece we'll get to in, in creating all this content and talking about today, because it that's one of the things that holds people up so much is just like, well, who's going to be on my show? Why should I create content? No one's going to see it forever. And that was such an amazing lesson out of what was it 60 something episodes of startup Dallas, you know, another 70 plus of the next show. I had one person ask me, Hey, like how many people watch this or how, you know, what's the listenership? Like one person. And he was in the chair about to be interviewed. It wasn't a decision on whether or not he was just making conversation. Right. So all of those realizations. And then as I moved to Colorado where I am now and having to figure out this remote version of it, because it had to had to make it look good and <laughs> all of that yeah. fun stuff just because of my background. All those things it, it it led to this realization of how powerful all of all of this is, as well as now how can this be packaged up to help other people who are wanting to to jump in and do this. Let me let me ask you, because we've had a handful of people on this show and and have some coming that, you know, they launched a podcast, they're doing, you know, something around that. But video is a different animal. And obviously video interviews are podcast-ish and you do that, but there's something different about video. And so talk to me about that because that's kind of your forte is video on camera and the power that's there. So why, why is video so, I would almost say better in a way of connection than maybe audio only or blog post or something like that? Yeah, so they, they all have their, their, their power, right? I think, I think where video at least as where you start, 
is how it wins is that you get to do everything else from it, you know, from that single effort when it's a video podcast, for instance, then of course, you know, like all my episodes, they get turned into the audio version. And for people who need that or prefer that I'm more like, that's how I consume my podcast and interview shows 90% of the time, you know, so I can yep. double speed it and listen and <laughs> go yeah. about my day. But there's, there's a power in video too. That is, it's just how we're wired. And I don't, you know, this isn't like evolutionary wired because, you know, we're talking about modern day television sets and things like that, yep. but like how we're wired right now is we see somebody, we experience somebody on that screen. And today, you know, that's a hundred different versions of that screen, but we've just from a little kid, like we've like, Oh, if they're on TV and now we see them in real life, it just happens. It's just instinctual. And of like, Oh, Hey, Oh, it's, Oh, it's so-and-so and when you can tap into that and people, you know, will laugh that off sometimes because it seems like, well, Oh yeah, well, I'm not a celebrity. I'm not going to be a celebrity. And, and we're not talking about trying to be the next Kardashian or the rock or anything like that in terms of mass fame, but the same wiring is there. And I promise you it's there because even when you're so aware of it, you can find yourself in the middle. I, I've done that with people, you know, zero fame, but just I watched their YouTube videos and then I go meet a person and, and I found myself like, oh, it's so, oh, hey, you know, <laughs> it's not like you're starstruck and you can't go talk to them kind of fame, but it's like, you know, there's just that authority and and it, it's it's that when you can, we can, you can tap into that and not from a, again, not from a celebrity, I want to do this, but just from, you know, getting getting a seat at the table. Like I mentioned with the startup yeah. community, right? When you're in a sales role and you want to go talk to that potential client, instead of coming in at this weird dynamic to where, yeah, you know, I know you want something from me, sit down and stuff. Instead, it's a welcoming, oh yeah, I like this guy. I like this gal, you know? It's a, well, just you a build, you, dynamic. You're looking, you're looking at them in the eyes. You're building that relationship to your point. You know, you meet somebody offline that you've followed online. There's a different air to the dynamic sometimes on that first meeting. Uh, obviously why it's super important to be the same person online as you are offline. But I think about it, you know, in the speaker world, video testimonials, you know, you can read a name, you can uh, read a, see a logo on a screen, but actually seeing a video of somebody talking about, here's what it's like. Here's, here's what we expected. Here's what we got. Here's why it's amazing. I'd recommend them just gives you a little bit different dynamic in terms of that piece. But most people are terrified, terrified of video. I don't know what yeah. to say. I don't know how to work my phone. Oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. Tell yeah. me, I mean, you've heard, you've heard everything in the book. How do you get people out of that fear state videos, not for me to sh encouraging them to at least hit record. I, I, I am more than happy to answer that and talk about that, but really quickly, I want to address yeah. something that came up to me that I don't talk about because I don't know if I've, I've thought about it this clearly as a why video before, but when you brought up the idea of testimonials and why the video one is more important is because whether we're right or not, I think we are a lot of the time, but whether we're right or not, we, we can get a sense of somebody, right? We can get a sense of like, oh, come on, that's a bunch of nonsense, you know, from somebody yep. or like, or you just feel it like they're, 
genuine and they're actually this is some you they did just grab somebody after an event that that is you know giving their absolute real life testimony because they just experienced rather than this was some concocted made up thing and even though we're not sitting there making those conscious decisions that's that's why it resonates to us and i think that same thing can be applied to why that trust level goes up when we consume that video content because we can see it and we at least that's how we get through life and we make decisions on people all the time right and so when you can answer that and speak to that i think that's really strong yeah no i would agree with that i would agree with that so let's let's jump into kind of our leaders who may be listening they've heard us jam they know we love video you do video i do video they're like video's not for me sounds great sure it works video is not for me however I would argue videos for any organization. There are some people within your organization probably should be on video more than others, but I think teams that are effective at using video to tell story get an advantage in today's space a little bit more. And I know that's a lot of the work you do is is creating that leader-focused, centric-type content through video and other platforms. And so let's let's talk about how do you get people out of that, nobody wants to hear me, nobody wants to see me, I don't know what to say kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it really does start off with, uh, you know, too bad, suck it up. Let's go, right? <laughs> There's a layer of that in there. It's just like, this is our world and you can play in it or you can sit on the sidelines, much like you talked about. Like it's, it comes down to a decision first, right? And and I'm going to figure this thing out. And it is a mental game. We all go through this, um, but it, it really is figure out a way first and foremost to to do the reps even if it's completely private and you're going through because we think that oh i have i'm going to start doing video that means i'm going live tomorrow on facebook or linkedin you know and it yep. and it doesn't need to be that way and then some people will swing the, the pendulum the other way of like well i'm not going to do a bunch of practice content because i'm just wasting time or this and that or they're not going to watch it back so why are they practice yep. right and that's that's one of the biggest lessons of all of this is is figure out a way. Certainly, like I mentioned, get that get those practice you know reps in over over and over. But even when you're out there and you're live and you've got your show or your solo content you're putting out there, watch it back, listen to it back. You know, take it, get mad at yourself, get angry. It's the last thing any of us want to do. And that's another part of that insight is. I know you hate the sound of your voice. Everybody we all do. does. <laughs> right, exactly. And I know you don't like the way your one eyebrow is a little different from the other. Yeah. Guess what? Nobody else notices that or cares, right? And yep. and we can logically think that, but it, it does. It takes some work to get over. And an amazing thing happens, though. Besides getting better and having it be one of the greatest just communication training <laughs> things that you can do is watching and listening to stuff back. What happens is that you, you very quickly, you disconnect and you really stand outside yourself and you start, you don't believe it's going to happen. I know everyone out here doesn't believe it, but what happens is you disconnect and you start being able to consume the content from a very subject. Yeah. No, objective. Subjective, objective place. Yep. Objective. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, objective place to where it's like, 
even though it's you talking and there's nothing egotistical about it at all, you're just going like, oh, that was a really good point. Oh, I really liked how I did that. And oh, okay, that doesn't make sense on camera. So let me not do that again. And that dynamic comes in, I I promise. Because I, again, I hated the sound of my voice, uh, all of that stuff in the beginning. But I listened and watched every single episode of every show back because of those reasons. And it made me a better communicator just even in real life. And you can, you can find that. So there there's doing the reps. There's also, you know, being very purposeful and planning. Right. And that's why I take people through, right. That's the beginning step. Like, Hey, I want to make some videos. Cool. Um, why, (laughs) you know, and like really getting to its core. Um, and you know, so many of us, we are inundated by like, I know I need to be out there. Everyone says I need to be on video, you know, and, there, it's mostly right. You do, but you need to have that end goal because that's going to dictate, of course, what you talk about, how you talk about it, what platform you're going at, whether it should be video or not or something or making sure that it gets turned into these other uh, modalities of, you know, somebody wants to read instead of listen or watch. So those are those are the first things I kind of walk people through and talk them off the ledge a little. <laughs> well, let me, let me ask you along those lines, because, you know, one of the things I know you do and talk about is leadership level type content. And what does that actually mean? Because I know it's not, Hey, influencers in the wild that we see on Instagram, but like those in the professional space that want to distinguish them, distinguish themselves. What do you mean by leadership level? And then Talk to me a little bit about your process for that once we start to get people off the ledge of getting in front of the camera and having a plan of what they want to say. Yeah, so a couple of things on the leadership level. One is the, the content itself and the other is, is, is kind of structuring around. So the content itself is is something that's actually going to move your business forward. The person listening, it's going to move their business forward. It's going to potentially move your industry forward, right? Like this is, it's, it's, it's what you help people with, you know, and that certainly dictates what you're going to, you're going to talk through and everything, but it's getting past the, um, just the trite same, here's 10 steps to be more, you know, nonsense. That's just, we're inundated with. Right. And I know, you know, that's, it's tough because that's a lot of times that's the stuff that gets clicked on and, you know, shared more and things. And I'll even go so far as to say, like, have some of that stuff, right? Like play with the algorithm, have the nice, you know, bite-sized stuff, but have this leadership level content so that if everything you're doing works and they actually get to your message and they consume it, what do you want them to hear? Right. You know, you want them to actually be moved to take action. That's the other part of the content too, is something that, you know, being purposeful with letting them know what it's like to work with you, how they can work with you. That's what I mean by leadership level content too, is not just to, oh, I got to do something today, but actually positioning this, that I'm a professional, not only on what I'm telling you, but I'm in business. I'm here to do this stuff. And, you know, you can do it in the most easy, casual way. But making sure that people know like, oh, by the way, if you need any help with this, this is what I do. Hit me up. Let me know. And then there's on the structural part of that for a show, for instance, you know, like we can all 
you know, throw up a podcast somewhere and, and all of that. But then there's very purposefully structured from who you bring on to your show to how you begin and end that show, your intros, your outro, and making sure that it's all there to position you in a way that you are the leader that you are. Because it's one thing to be an expert and know your stuff inside and out. It's another thing to make that translation over to video, over to podcast, and make sure that that, that comes through. Um, and on the interview side of things, if, if, if I may, I'll share this, this yeah. insight that I got handed by an interviewee when I was doing the driving around show. Fantastic guy named Matthew Pollard, fantastic author and coach and, and everything. And he shared with me, you know, we did this whole interview driving around, came back. And he asked me if I, you know, like, you know, you mind if I kind of coach you, <laughs> like, feel free, always, you know, I'll always take it. Um, he said, this, this has been a great interview. I feel hundred percent you shine the spotlight in on me. It's, it's, it's awesome. But what about you? Like what, what in any of this, it came through with you as an expert in what you do at all. Because that none of that was there. You spent the entire time just on me and all of that. And that was a really interesting because I've never even thought about it in all of these because that is the mode to go into is, you know, oh, awesome. Tell me about you because I'm genuinely interested, right? Like that's yeah. the fun stuff is to learn. And so that was a very purposeful dynamic I took to the next show. And when I, you know, especially when I, you know, I'm helping people create their own shows is to really be purposeful with that dynamic and have two experts having a conversation about a topic, you know, rather than just, Oh, that's cool. Oh, tell me more. Oh, tell me, you know? And, yeah. and it's so easy to fall into that be because usually when we're doing this, you know, show kind of thing, we, we are genuinely, we all, we do just want the next, you know, kind of thing. And we're fascinated. Um, but it's an interesting purposeful dynamic. And, and again, that leads to more of that leadership level content when you're out there creating it. Yeah, and that's that's really helpful to hear of the importance of not only creating content, but reminding people of what you do. And I think brands that are really good at content do this well because they create educational, informative content that helps their audience with where they are. But at the same time, they're letting them know, hey, this is what we do. Work with us. Do business with us. And I think on the individual side, the leadership side, we tend to forget that a little bit more. We create the content, we drive the audience, but we don't necessarily be like, oh, by the way, here's how we can work together. And so there's that there's that miss for the entrepreneur as much as there is for uh, the brand. And so I think that's helpful to remember because to your point, it's a balance. It's not always push, push, push sales. And it's not always, hey, let me create cool content that pulls you in. It's you got to mix the two to be successful in that space and also be seen as a leader in that space. Otherwise, you're just a curator who creates really cool content versus, hey, this is part of the business we drive. Oh, yeah. I was I was on the receiving end of a, of a sales call yesterday. Um, crazy high-end product and all that. I was kind of a, a guest listener in this conversation. And, and it was it was wild because it was such proof of everything that we're talking about here because i was familiar with with the guy this it was one of his salespeople and stuff like that and he's got this whole thing going but he didn't tell me anything new you know he the person i was with this was new to them but i knew all of this stuff i knew 
quite was a value. I was sold before I was ever there. Just tell me the price. Like we just need to know, you know, because in his content, in his podcasts, he lets you know, not in even any kind of salesy ways. Like this is the kind of people I work with. This is how I help people. This is somebody else I've helped. And he brought him on the show. And it's, that's so, it's great to be in that, like, it's it, to see it firsthand because you can hear us talking about it all day, you know, but yeah, it, it also helps us separate ourselves from it because it's, it's easier to see obviously like most things when <laughs> someone else <laughs> rather than us. Cause to your point, it, we, we do get, that's another area that I think we, we get caught up in as, Oh, I'm going to be too salesy. Oh, if I ask, you know, people for the sale, like, Oh my gosh. Yep. And being worried about that. And getting past all of that stuff. Well, and and you have to get, I mean, at the end of the day, if you want to stay in business, you have to get past all that stuff and be willing to do it. Jason, a lot of the work you do is around helping folks to do this more effectively. And we talked about a little bit, you helping them get off the ledge and start to create a plan. You've got a few different organizations and, and teams and focus areas. So tell me a little bit for our listeners, uh, especially those, those leaders who are looking to start doing more with their content, who is the best fit for you? For me, it's experienced coaches and consultants. You know, people have been doing this five plus years. They know their stuff, right? They've got that methodology down because the the big first step I help people with is what I mentioned earlier is is taking their expertise and and translating that right into this kind of content. And usually the, the, the best folks are the ones who are talking to their friends and they're just like, oh, I, I need to do that personal branding stuff. I know I need to do it. Like, you know, and we just have that conversation because what I take people through is, is no matter what we end up creating for them, it's this, it's the same initial process, which is that strategic clarity uh, phase. Right. So yep. if they've got all that, which usually by that point, they've got their systems and their methodology it, going through all of that. And if, you know, every now and then there'll be people maybe who have, they haven't named that or they haven't, you know, put that stuff and that's another piece I'll, I'll help them with, you know, and just kind of crafting that. And then that dictates number one, who we want to go after, how we want to go after them, um, what kind of content based on this and who their ideal clients are and everything. And then we structure that plan and, you know, help them build their, their, what I call a power content machine, right? They may have, you know, they may be ready for a big giant machine. They may be ready for one little, little piece that we'll add on to later, but we, we always take them through that same process first. And then, then it's a matter of, you know, it'll either be like a done for you video podcast show or that solo content that, that we kick out every month. Love it. And where can listeners find out more about that? And go to medialeadsco.com is the the business site. And you can certainly find me on LinkedIn. It's where I post most of my stuff. I've got a show strategy in action that the great Jake Thompson has been on, of course. So, you know. I was about to say, we'll we'll link to that just so you get a feel uh, for those that are used to hearing me, but they'll get a feel for for you and a lot of the content you put out and how you run the show. Um, And it's a great show. Um, as I I see it on my feed all the time, (laughs) I can't get rid of this thing. (laughs) No, but I mean, that's how, that's what you want, right? You want the, you want the ongoing, uh, top of mind. That's why we create the content is especially with a platform like LinkedIn. 
Uh, it's a lot more top of mind than the other platforms. You know, Instagram, Twitter's gone in a second. Facebook, you may get it for a few days. Instagram, things will pop back after a day or two, some trending, but for the most part, LinkedIn. Because I'll log in and see notifications from a post I made a week and a half ago. And I'm like, what? But it's it's because of that. You put out content, people engage with it. You start to build it. It resonates and stays there longer. So another yeah. reason of why you want it. And especially because they're really good about connect, uh, helping people connect the dots of like, oh, this person you're connected with likes this, enjoys this. Maybe you should you know, connect and check out their content too. Yeah, yeah, they, they do a really good job in that. That somebody was kind of complaining to me that they're sick of the notifications about somebody you know who commented. Like, and I actually, I actually love that. Like, I've connected with people, and people have found my content through that kind of process—the second and third degree, you know, connections. Yep, strong. Love it, man. Jason, thank you so much for coming on the show this week. For those listening, we've got Jason's company and his social media linked in the website so you can get connected with him. But dude, appreciate you taking the time, talking shop on content, video, and most of all, why we need to be doing it strategically. And for those who aren't, you need to start. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To get in touch with the team, drop us an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com. And to find out more about our resources, content, and gear that will help you build that winning mindset so you better compete for your best life, visit competeeveryday.com.